We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, Certified Spiritual Life Coach and your Soul Empowerment Coach. If you're new to the podcast or to my YouTube channel, welcome. It's good to have you here. If you're a regular, you know what time it is, and welcome back. So today's episode is going to be the second and final part of a series on intuition, So if you missed part one, then make sure you go back and check out episode 47, Intuition Part One. And while you're there, like, show my channel some love and subscribe. Like, let's build this tribe together and this community together, y'all. Come on. Okay, so two things I want to make mention of before I jump into today's episode. Uh, Private coaching, empowerment, private coaching. There are slots available for that. This program is a more intimate container that I have to support you in pretty much whatever you need. Listen, this is for you if you are ready to go deeper with your level of self-awareness. You need support in pushing back on any resistance or fear that's holding you back from creating positive change for yourself and to show up confidently in who you are with all that guilt and shame and self-doubt and learn how to move through some of that fear and just to feel empowered and like you have authority over your own life and can make decisions for yourself and not based on conditioning or what somebody says you should be doing or you should not be doing. So if you've been feeling the nudge to work with me one-on-one, empowerment private coaching is where it's at. That's where we go under the surface to uproot and heal anything that's in your way of all the great things that you want to be experiencing in your life. Uh, It starts with a clarity and alignment call. And then we move on to a deep dive session where we get dead honest (laughs) about what's out of order, what's trying to get your attention. And then we move on into coaching and mentoring to deal with those things, to get the wisdom from it and to learn some, some tools to like set things in order so that again, you can make aligned decisions that allow you to experience all that goodness you said that you wanted in your life. So if it feels true for you or it resonates with you, I invite you to go to my website and apply to join me, or you can message me if you have questions. Everything that you need to know is in the show description including the link, how to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. All the good stuff is in the show description. What else? Mm. The Soul Expansion Soundboard live stream with my co-host Julian Crossan Hill is coming up on Friday, January 13th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Julian and I are going to be taking a little bit of a Christmas break over the holidays, but we do have a highlight reel coming for you at the end of this month. So make sure you catch that so you can see some of the snippets of our best shows that we've put out this year. If you don't know what the soundboard is, it's where we, me and Julian, talk about all types of subjects ranging from money to spirituality to energy 
to society, all kinds of stuff. And that is where you get to engage with us. You get to ask us questions. You get to make comments. You get to be one with us on the live. <laughs> so uh, make sure you join uh, January 13th at 12 p.m. And look, if you cannot join us live, it's cool. We get it. That's why we have made a way for you to go watch these replays on my YouTube channel and my Facebook page. So make sure you are clicking the notification button while you're there so you won't miss us the next time. So let's get into this episode. What I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to do a quick review from part one in case you missed it. I'm going to talk through some things as it relates to fear and your intuition or your spiritual gifts, which is what they really are. And then I'm going to go through each Claire and we're going to wrap up. We're going to get on out of here. Okay, let's get it. As a reminder, we all have intuition, okay? We all have spiritual gifts and having these are a part of your spiritual and energetic makeup. And just because you're not using it or you don't notice it, that don't mean you don't have it. We all have it, just needs to be developed. Scientifically, intuition is a right brain function and that's our quick, instinctual, and subconscious way of operating. I also talked about things that block our intuition or our spiritual gifts that include religious or social conditioning or ridicule, not being aware, not paying attention, not trusting it when you are aware of it, and fear. So for the sake of time, what I recommend doing is Again, go back and listen to episode 47, Intuition Part 1, to hear what I had to say about those first three blocks, because they all play into this, this built-up fear that we have around spirit communication and leveraging our own intuition for our benefit. So let's talk about fear just for a minute, because like it's real, okay? And I get it. Um, fear, for me, stands for false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing real you know a lot of times we spend a lot of time going back and forth trying to make decisions that really only requires us just to do it and see what happens that's what fear does right it keeps us bouncing back and forth from thought to thought to thought all the while we are creating this evidence that ain't even real, that we think is supporting our fear. It's not real. Yes, it's made up. So how do we get over that fear? Well, one, you have to release it. And the way that you release it is that you embrace it. You embrace the fear by releasing it. You release the fear by embracing it. And so embracing the fear looks like being uncertain about what's to come or the unknown and moving forward with that fear anyway because that fear of the unknown can be crippling if you just stay still don't move or don't ask any questions or don't get curious about the unknown like I think some of us don't realize that we can ask questions we can be curious about what we don't know like you ask, you have not because you ask not. And so even when you don't know what's on the other side, even when you don't know what they're going to say, even when you're afraid you might get it wrong, even when you feel 
a little breeze on the back of your shoulder or that whisper in your ear, or you see an image flash from the corner of your eye, or you feel some kind of uneasiness in the pit of your stomach, and you know that somehow spirit is present. Even with all of that, you have to have resolve that I am well. I am well. You're going to have to trust your connection. You have to trust your wellness and your wholeness because you are whole and you are well. Okay. What's happening to you is all because you are elevating, all because you are elevating in your vibration and anything that happens is happening for your wellness. And that's how you work on not being a damn scaredy cat with this stuff. So again, the key to unpacking that fear is trusting in your connection and trusting in your wellness and reminding yourself of that. Like we gotta start talking to ourselves. Like we, we can't just allow this critical voice in our head to just run amok and take over and we got to stop believing what it says like you you got to start speaking to yourself from your higher self okay and once you remind yourself and once you know that just be open you got to be open to experiencing your gifts and to do that you're gonna have to get still you got to get quiet and silent please try to hush your mind and your body and listen, I get it. If silence is too difficult for you or you have an overactive mind or what they call a monkey mind and you can't get quiet, then just play some soft, common, soothing music to help you get yourself in the right mood and the right vibe. Like for some of y'all, that might mean some trap music. That might mean a little Cardi B. For some of y'all, that might be some OJs or a little Luther Vandross. <laughs> Maybe some Michael McDonald or some Anita Baker. For others, such as myself, you might need a little bit of gospel music or some Reiki music or binaural beats are great if you can stand it. Some people don't like it, but whatever. Whatever helps you take the edge off and soothes your energy with that, go with that, okay? Just put it on low and vibe out. Get quiet and breathe. Hell, some of y'all might need a little herbal assistance. I'm just saying, ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's move on into the clairs. Your intuition or your spiritual gifts gives you the ability to communicate with spirit and speak the language of spirit. And the way that we do that is through our clairs. Now, clair, the word clair is French for clear. And they are what I consider, I guess you would call them gates or channels by which we communicate with spirit or use our intuition. All right, so let's let's get down this list here. So the first one we're gonna start with is clairvoyance. That's your seeing, your eyesight or your vision. I'm starting with this one because this one seems to be the most common and the most well-known. For me, when this clair is on and popping, you'll see me in session like do a blank stare off into space, or I'll look out the, win out the window here, or I'll look off to the side because that's how I see. Like right now I'm sitting in front of a blank wall and it is helpful for me because I can clearly see images that come up in my third eye. And for me, that's, that's the signal that I'm getting intuitive 
visions or some kind of intuitive visual. Clairvoyance, it's not seeing things or people like something tangible is in front of you. It's most often a visual where you are present in your physical state, but you see it anyway. And that's when the blank stare comes from because it's as if your sight is removed from the from the present and the physical realm and you can visualize things like you can experience clairvoyance with your eyes open or closed but but it's typically when you're awake kind of like daydreaming think of it like that most of the time when you see what spirit is trying to communicate to you they're trying to communicate to you <laughs> most of the time what you see is what spirit is trying to communicate to you. Meditation, seeing flashes of light or light shapes, seeing signs such as like what feathers, birds, recurring numbers, etc. Those are all ways that your clairvoyance can be working. Again, consider it daydreaming or you could be seeing signs too. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled and be on the lookout for things. Now, let me say this, clairvoyance isn't really the same as daydreaming or lucid dreaming because clairvoyance typically, like I said, occurs while you're awake and in full consciousness. Dreaming happens during REM, which is rapid eye movement and the deeper states of sleep. So think about, what can I think of who has clairvoyance on TV that y'all would know? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg played Rita in Ghost. She could see a whole dead man and nobody else could. And she was talking to that man. Mm. If you've ever seen the movie Eve's Bayou, uh, Debbie Morgan, who plays Aunt Moselle, is a clairvoyant. So those are some examples of clairvoyance in movies or TVs or TV. Just so you can have some example or you can go back and watch them and see what I'm talking about. Got it? Cool. So let's move on to the next clair. Clair audience is your hearing. Clair audience is often referred to as the mental inner ear. That's the ability to receive messages and information through, through thought form, but you can hear them mentally in your inner ear. So now spirit likes to communicate through sound a lot. <laughs> and that's probably because sound is a higher frequency and a higher vibration. And, in, and the higher the frequency, the faster that it can travel. Like, I don't have any scientific proof of that, but that's my theory. I'm relying on my uh, middle school of science to, to, to give you that little tidbit there. So clairvoyance isn't necessarily always hearing a voice like you're hearing me talk right now sometimes it is and sometimes it can be that loud really loud because they're trying to get your attention so if you hear something really loud like it's time to like straighten up and pay attention because they're trying to get your attention because it can you know it can also be a voice in your head that may or may not sound like you right so it could be inner ear, a voice in the inner ear that sounds like you or not, or it could be something audibly on the outside of you that's really trying to get your attention. So there are some nuances 
to the voice sounding like you or not because the voice you hear will have a different tone, right? And it's going to be a different tone than your own. But I have had experience where it does sound like my voice. And that's typically when the message is for me and only me. And that message is coming from my higher self because when the message is for somebody else, it'll typically be in a different tone of voice that you can describe to somebody else that they're familiar with, right? So here's the thing about intuition or spirit communication. Spirit is very clear with you. They don't want no confusion with their message. So they're going to differentiate their voice from your voice. And it's going to hit you pretty quickly. Remember, we're dealing with right brain uh, function, which is quick and, and, and instinctive, right? So whatever answer you're looking for, spirit will be clear as day with your clear audience and you will know it, but you got to be open to it. See, that's the thing. Openness, clarity, and speed are the keys here with clear audience. And that's how, that's why you got to be paying attention to what, you know, to what's going on. Like, you got to be paying attention. Speaking of knowing, let's go ahead and move on to the next clear, which is clear cognizant. This is your knowing. This is the knowing and the clear realization. So for many of you, <laughs> this is the most comfortable way for spirit to communicate with you. Like it's comfortable for you and spirit knows that. So they're likely gonna communicate through your knowing. Claircognizance Claire is you just know and you don't need to hear a voice or you don't need to see anything in your vision. You just be knowing, okay? So you ever had, you ever had that feeling where like, you just know and you don't have any evidence to support it? It's that. It's your intuition on a thousand. You just know. Your mind is set. You can't be moved. You're resolved in what you know. It's the clarity. It's the knowing. No doubt, no fear. The only time when doubt and fear comes into play is when your own ego steps in and does this thing and tries to protect you from something that you don't really need to be protected from by casting that doubt and fear. But what you do is you check back in with spirit. You check back in with your intuition. And you just know. You just be knowing. <laughs> That's claircognizant. And it can come in the form of predictions, strong suspicions, hunches, nudges, nigglings, inklings, or like that feeling of uncertainty or certainty about something or strong assurance or confidence in something that only you have. Like you won't be able to explain it. You won't have any evidence. You just, it, 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 mm, you just know. Okay. So you may you may have knowledge of certain pieces of information without having received that information in a concrete manner. That's claircognizance. And listen, when you, when, when you know, don't do what I do sometimes. Don't be out here throwing it up in people's faces. 
okay? Going off and saying, see, I knew it. I told you, I just knew it. Like, if you know, you know. And just give them that look that Jesus gave Peter when Peter denied Jesus three times and the rooster crowed. It looks like this. look it, it, it's, it's the look it's the look it's the look that you give them and by the way if you listen to this on the podcast and apps uh, podcast and app make sure you go to my youtube channel so healing with ross and you can see exactly what i'm doing because the look it, it, it's about the look when you know <laughs> it's about the look <laughs> okay y'all let's move on to the last clear and this is the heaviest one y'all Clairsentience. Clairsentience is feeling. And it is not a game. You understand what I'm saying? It is not a game. And clairsentience is when your intuition speaks to you through your emotions and your bodily responses and physical sensations. So People who are empathic, i.e. sensitive to feelings of people around them, just sensitive to energy. You guys are naturally, or we are naturally clairsentient. But the key thing here is that you're feeling a shift or change in your body as a result of an energy shift around you. So the trigger is typically external in some kind of way, but you're going to feel it in your body. So now what are you going to feel? Well, let me put it to you this way. There's a difference between the message that you feel for yourself and the message that you feel for somebody else. If you're feeling a message for somebody else, then you'll likely feel it suddenly and it'll be like quick onset, right? For example, if you get into somebody's presence, and your heart starts throbbing, or excuse me, your head starts throbbing, not your heart, but your head starts throbbing. As soon as you ask or communicate what you're feeling to that person and they confirm it, headache is gone. That's how you know that is the it's a mess, it's a clairsentience message for somebody else. As soon as you communicate that message, feeling goes away. Now, there have been many times where just before going into a session with someone, I will suddenly feel like pain or discomfort in my body or my mood will just suddenly shift when I was just fine like a minute ago. And as soon as the person comes into session, I'll ask them about it. And as soon as they confirm it, feeling is gone for me. Now, spirit will make you feel the message. That's, that's the key here. They'll make you feel the message. They'll make you feel the information. They'll make you feel the feeling of what they want to convey to you. They'll communicate through a feeling, right? And know that like, if it gets too intense for you, you, you can ask spirit to come to like, calm that shit down, to tone it down. You can ask them to tone down any strong feelings, any strong emotions or sensations if they get overwhelming for you, because those phys those physical feelings, that, that stuff can get real. Like, it'll lay you down sometimes. Now, if the message is for you and it's coming through your clairsentience, then what you're going to want to do is, again, I always say get curious. 
Start asking some questions or ask spirit to give you the message through one of your other clairs, right? Usually the feeling won't, if it's for you, usually that feeling won't go away as quickly or spirit will communicate with you through some other feeling that is not common to you, right? That's not common to you. So like if you typically get migraines and then you get a quick onset of a migraine, then you might want to ask spirit, you know, is this, am I getting a migraine or are you trying to tell me something here? Work with spirit. You got to be open to communicating and talking to spirit and, and you know, co-working with them, right? Because it can be persistent. The feeling can be persistent if the message is for you until you do something or until you make a shift in some kind of way, all right? So we've talked about fear. We've talked about the clairs. We've talked about clairvoyance, which is your seeing or having visions or images. We've talked about clairaudience, your hearing or hearing message in your mental ear. We've talked about claircognizance. That's your knowing without needing to have evidence, but being resolved and confident that you know, you just be knowing, okay? Rise be knowing. <laughs> your clairsentience, which is a feeling, right? It's the feeling in your body. Now, there are a few more uh, clairs out there that I just want to make quick mention of. There's clairgustance, which is tasting. You can kind of taste a hint of something in your mouth. There's clairolience which is smelling. Sometimes I'll smell like cigar smoke or smoke from a pipe or baked apple pie, depend, depending on like what the, what the communication is and what the message is. And there's also tangents, which is touching or psychometry, which is holding an object from, from someone and getting intuitive or spirit communication from an object. These are some lesser known ways that spirit will communicate with you and how you can use your intuition. Now, I know somebody out there is saying, well, I smell bullshit. I'm able to, I'm able to sniff out bullshit and able to sniff out when somebody ain't being real and true and honest. Well, guess what? Me too and everybody else can too. And oddly enough, that is your intuition telling you that something ain't right and you need to pause and you need to further investigate. So there you go. Congratulations. If you've been able to smell bullshit, you're intuitive, like I've been saying this whole time. So in essence, your spiritual gifts, your intuition, your clairs, they're all associated with your senses plus your knowing. Okay. So it's the five senses plus your knowing. Again, the thing with these clairs is that they are experienced suddenly while you're awake and conscious and not while you stretched out asleep and dreaming. That's a whole nother thing. That's, that's a whole nother subject on lucid dreaming and other stuff that I'm not going to get into today. But just know that when you're open to communicating with spirit, God, source, the universe, they are going to use your clairs as a collective working together. But if you're new to using your intuition or, you know, working with spirit communication, then spirit will easily, they'll, they'll go easy on you and they'll, you know, tiptoe, not tiptoe, but take it easy on you and communicate with you using maybe one or two clairs, whichever one, if, whichever ones are most open and that's going to be up to you. The, the openness is on you. 
right? So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with a quick discussion on how you can enhance your spiritual gifts and how you can enhance and open up and develop your intuition. The first thing is meditate. Listen, I don't care what else you decide to do after this. If you are not meditating, you, you, you need to be doing some form of meditating because meditation is going to open up your chakras, especially your third eye, which is the energy center that sits between your eyes and above your eyebrow. Okay. Also, meditation is going to help you connect energetically and spiritually with your higher self and source, whatever you call it. To me, it's God. You also need to be energetically well. And what I mean by that is when you have a blockage within your energy, you got a blockage with spirit. You got a blockage with your intuition. So it is imperative that if you are going to have your intuition on full, open, popping, sharp valves, <laughs> have it fully open, you have got to get your chakras unblocked if they're blocked. Because intuition won't work well if you aren't well, if you aren't open, if you are, you know, if, if you're blocked. The, 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 how can I say, how well your intuition works depends on how well you are energetically. So get your energy unblocked and aligned so that you can be open to receive, okay? And let me say this, and I meant to say this in the beginning, if you're scared and unwilling to be open to your intuition, then one, you should have been done, turned this podcast or video off, okay? Two, don't expect to receive information of, unless, of course, it's to your detriment or it's detrimental to your existence. Because how can you expect your intuition to work for you if you won't allow it? In the words of the wise Lauren Hill, how you going to win when you ain't right within? Uh-uh. Come again. I'm just saying. So one last thing. When you're getting signs and you're starting to ignore them, like spirit is sending you signs, but you ain't paying attention, you're ignoring them, then spirit is going to throw a multitude. They're going to use a multitude of ways to communicate. And if you keep on ignoring them, then they will just kindly move on and allow you to experience things without that guidance that could have, you know, that could save you time, energy, money, knowing that you aren't ready for spirit communication and that's okay. They'll be patient. They will be patient with you until you get ready. They'll just be like, I'll wait. But just know that life is just going to happen. Things will happen that don't need to happen when you could have had the foresight to just choose differently. Y'all hearing me? Okay. All right, y'all. That's it. That's all I have for you today. I have enjoyed, I love talking about intuition. I've enjoyed doing this quick little series on intuition. I hope you have too and have gained some insight and some knowledge from this little lesson that I just gave y'all. But before I go, let me leave you with this quote from Corey Muscara. He says, in order to access our deepest inner knowing, our system 
our nervous system, our energy system, needs to feel safe and grounded. The agitation of stress pushes us towards survival and not our soul. Wise words. So make sure you check out the info in the show notes, in the show description for all my offerings and ways to connect with me. I would love to have a chance to work with you or at least have a clarity call with you to see if we could work together. So again, everything is in the show description. I appreciate you listening or watching and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, and thanks so much for hanging in there with me all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value from today's episode and feel more empowered and more inspired than you did before. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did doing it, then share it with somebody that might resonate with it. Also, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review to help me get the word out about the show. And if at any point you have questions or topics you want me to riff about, as you can see, I like to talk, then I invite you to get on my social media platforms and just message me. And if you're feeling the nudge to work with me, then check out my offerings on my website. Everything you need to connect with me is in the show notes. So until next time, be empowered.